What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Black E. Cool Podcast, where we talk about comic book news and sometime anime from the past week. I'm your host, Gershon. This is episode 40. Yes, episode 40. Wow, crazy. Um, But before we get into the episode, go ahead and like, subscribe, uh, give me five stars on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast, go ahead, hit the stars, hit the like button, uh, share it to somebody. It definitely helps support the podcast, helps me get in front of new listeners and all that good stuff. And I greatly appreciate when you do it too. And it shows you support the podcast. Come on, you know you support it. <laughs> go ahead and do that while you can. Um, yeah, but without further ado, with all the intro and all that good stuff out the way, let's dive into the podcast. So first up, small screen news as we always do. And the first bit of news, uh, there's a rumor that in WandaVision, they're going to introduce a Young Avengers. Um, not the whole crew of Young Avengers, just one of the Young Avengers. Um, I'm going to see if I can pronounce his name right. I believe it's Hawkling. Hulkling, I think that's his name. That's the Avenger, Young Avengers they're talking about introducing. I don't know much about the Young Avengers. I'm not going to lie to you. I did watch that one movie on Netflix a while back. The animated Young Avengers movie. Um, I watched it is a strong word. I had it on and I looked at it every so often. I just didn't get into it. It wasn't for me. Um, but I know that's... Um, something Kevin Feige was talking about doing, bringing the Young Avengers in, bringing a new team, and that could be really interesting. I never thought that the Disney Plus shows would be ways he could introduce new characters, but it definitely can be, and you can take more time establishing them in the series, too, so... This is a blessing in disguise, this Disney Plus series stuff. He really can open this world up very much so. So I'm very excited to see what's going on in WandaVision on top of just uh, the stuff they already have in it. Now they're telling us they're introducing new characters in it too. That The way it seems like they're supposed to be able to move from big screen to small screen. So it's supposed to be a shared universe. So they can move back and forth. So that's really interesting. And it can't do anything but open up this world more. It makes it a little more difficult to tell stories because you can't have a one superhero in your story anymore. You'd be like, uh, where's what's the name? Where's who? Where's this person? So it does make it difficult to tell stories, but it also makes you get more creative when you're telling these stories, which is what's something we want. We want to see you dive into this world There's so many different characters, so many different ways you can do these characters. We really want to see you guys try hard and show us something different with these characters. We've already seen what you can do with certain guys, but now that you're expanding this world, I am really excited to see how you guys continue this universe, being that no one hero has to fight anybody by themselves. Like, that shouldn't happen anymore. Um, You have too many people that you can call on, too many people that you know are out there. So it'd be really interesting to see with the series and how Phase 4 goes on and whatnot. In other news, 
Oh, I watched the Stargirl trailer. I don't know when this trailer came out, and I didn't watch it before, because I do not remember talking about it. After watching it, uh, it was a really good trailer. <laughs> it was a really good trailer. Very interesting. Um, I don't really know much about Stargirl, except for the little bit I saw in the Ultimate Justice League animated movie, animated TV series. I know the staff is where her power lies and stuff like that. But I really don't know much about Stargirl or Starman, who she gets her powers from. The trailer was really cool. I might have to check the first couple episodes out of that. I don't even know when it comes out. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's supposed to be on CW. So that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think Think about the Stargirl trailer. If you watched it, I thought it was really good. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was really good. <laughs> I was very much surprised. Had me on the edge of my seat. I should have did a live reaction to it because I was very excited watching it. It was really weird to be that excited about a CW show. Like, I'm not hating on the CW shows, but they kind of become weird to me now. Um, like, I've been trying to keep up with that Crisis of, on Infinite Earths. I haven't watched a single one of those. Um, I did see that... Uh, DCU verse Flash, aka Erza Miller, who plays Flash in Justice League, was on the show with Grant Gustin's Flash, and they did some weird thing where they were like, "Hey, you're me, you're blah blah this," and apparently Grant Gustin gave DCU verse Flash his name. I might be wrong about that, but just from the clip I saw, that's what it seemed like, and I thought that was kind of stupid. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> If anybody's watching the DCU verse, I mean the Crisis on Infinite Earth, how is it? Are you a fan of it? Um, clearly, you must be a fan of the CW shows if you're watching the crossover. I know I was supposed to watch the crossover, and I heard it's doing really good. Um, I just haven't had time. <laughs> There's so much stuff to watch. <laughs> so much stuff to watch. But yeah, let me know how you guys like it so far. Uh, hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, or Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, hit me down in the comments below. In other news, so Watchmen season one is over. I still have to talk about that. We're gonna do a review on that hopefully soon. Oh, I'm busy. Um, but it seems that HBO is not gonna do a season two right now because uh, Lindelof, I think is. His name is David Lindelof. I know it's Lindelof. He did season one. He was kind of the creator, the showrunner, all that good stuff. He came up with the idea for season one. He said he doesn't have an idea for season two. So he's not interested in doing a season two right now because he doesn't have an idea for it. He said that might change two to four years in the future. He doesn't know. But right now he doesn't have an idea for season two. He's open to come back when he has an idea, but right now he doesn't. So HBO was like, well, if you're not going to do it, then we're not going to do a season two. As of right now, that can change as this show grows in popularity, as people finally catch on and start watching it and boost those numbers up. That can change real quick. Um, but for right now, we're not getting a season two of Watchmen. Um, which is kind of bad, but as 
if you saw season one, it's kind of a full story. It it is very reminiscent to the Watchmen comic book, the way they leave it off. So it's very um, faithful to that. So I'm fine with one season. Um, I n- I've never watched, read the Watchmen comic books. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Didn't read the Watchmen comic books. I might go back and read them now. But the show, I thought it was really good. Really good. And it it kind of answered all the questions, except like maybe one or two. But I thought it did a really good job. And I can understand just having one season. I totally, totally makes sense to me. Um, now, if somebody else comes up with a different idea for season two that does not necessarily connect to season one, but also is still Watchmen overall, I would be glad to see that. I think that would be an interesting way to do it, too. Um, only time will tell what happens with that. But as for now, don't look for a season two anytime soon. Yeah. For those Watchmen fans who love the first season and really want a second season, don't look for it anytime soon. Um, in other news, NBC's Peacock, their streaming service, uh, they have let us know when it's going to launch and prices. So... It's going to launch April 15th for Flex subscribers. I don't even know what that is. Um, I I guess if you, when it first announced it, you put a subscription now or something. I don't know. But then it's going to um, release for everybody else July 24th. Uh, There actually is like three tiers to pay. So there's a free tier where you get, I got to read this because it's so much stuff. Uh, the free tier, you have ads, uh, you get Peacock premiere titles, uh, wait, where is it? But you, I guess you don't get like the whole seasons of stuff. It's very weird. It's very weird the way they worded this. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm reading more, uh, more robust. That's how they hear it to me. Whatever. This is very weird. Uh, yeah. So there's a, a premium tier where you get uh, next day access. Wait. For so the free tier, you get next day access of Curtin Freshman broadcast series. I don't know why they say freshman. So I'm I'm assuming season one of shows which is a weird way to say it. And you get a couple movies and TV titles. Um, You don't get the full episodes. You get select episodes with the free Peacock. So with the premium Peacock, you get full season of Peacock original and tentpole series. Next day to current seasons of returning broadcast shows. Another way they worded it weirdly. I don't understand that. But premium Peacock, Subscribers also get uh, premium league soccer matches and Olympic programming. Um, so you, if you're a soccer fan, Michael, you can get, uh, I, I don't know if they give you all the soccer matches, but they say they throwing soccer matches in there. Uh, and with more, with less ads, I'm guessing. Um, and then the... Where is it? It's a, I know this third tier. Where did it go? I guess there's premium and 
I thought there was three tiers. Huh. I thought there were two tiers. Mm, maybe I read it wrong. Mm. Well, I guess the the monthly fee is five dollars if you're a Comcast or Cox Cable subscriber, and ten dollars if you're not. Uh, ten dollars a month, five dollars a month if you're a Comcast Cox uh, Cable subscriber. Ten dollars a month if you're not subscribed to anything, which is uh, not bad of a price. They're trying to stay competitive with Disney Plus, I see. It's not bad of a price. Um, I don't know how much Peacock will have. Uh, they 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 do give a list of stuff. They have The Office, Parks and Rec, Two and a Half Men, Cheers, 30 Rock, um, Saturday Night Live, Law and Order franchise. Oh, do they have all the Law and Order franchise? Wait, so does that mean Netflix is going to lose Law and Order? Because my wife watches Law and Order on there. She loves that. Um, and I watch Parks and Recs on Netflix. So I guess that's going. They also got that reboot of Battlestar Galactica coming. Uh, Saved by the Bell and Punky Brewster reboot. So, <laughs> you got to see. You got to see. Uh, let me know if you guys are going to get Peacock when it comes out. Interested in Peacock or just going to, you know... Do the free Peacock and just watch what you can and say forget the rest. Um, unless you, Are you excited for the new series that are coming, the reboots that are coming on there? Um, not gonna lie, I'm not a super big Battlestar Galactica fan. I never got into it. I never actually watched. I think I mean, I've seen like clips or something. So maybe I'll check it out sometime. Um, I guess I got to get Peacock to watch it. I don't know. It doesn't say it's on. The original is on there. So I don't know. It might be on there. Uh, yeah, but let me know how you guys feel about that. In other news, there were some more set photos from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Set photos that showed U.S. agent in costume. Costume looks a lot like Captain America's costume. I'm pretty sure he's holding Captain America's shield. I vaguely know who U.S. agent is. Um, um, uh, I feel like he's like... Uh, a wannabe Captain America kind of stood in with Captain America was gone or something like that. But I think he also other people held that title. I'm not a much sure. But it looked kind of cool. I'm super excited for this Disney Plus series. Like I said before, they can introduce more characters and do give them more time to get their backstory and all that good stuff. Uh, so I'm really excited for the first one. I I think it's supposed to be Falcon Winter Soldier. But then WandaVision did get moved up. I remember we talked about that last week or the week before. So I'm not sure which one's coming out first on Disney+. Plus. I think it might be WandaVision. Yeah, because I think WandaVision comes out 2020. Hold on, let me get some water right quick. Yeah, I think WandaVision is coming out in 2020. So that's going to be the first one. But I'm really excited for Winter Soldier because I want to see Falcon, you know, do his thing. I like Falcon. I don't think they use him enough in the uh, movies. I get it, though. He's kind of a sidekick. But he's he's his own superhero. Let him do his thing. But, yeah, super excited for that show. Can't wait till that comes out. In other news, 
Um, there's been some news about the Green Lantern series on HBO Max. Apparently, they're going to deal with two origin stories of two different um, Green Lanterns on Earth. I'm assuming Hal Jordan and on um, John Stewart. I think that's right. Yeah, John Stewart. I'm I'm assuming it's those two Green Lanterns, but it could be a different Green Lantern from Earth. I know there's like at least five different Green Lanterns from Earth, if I'm not correct. I could be wrong, but like that, don't quote me. Um, but yeah, that's they're doing that. They're also doing Sinestro, which is kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I figured you would do Sinestro. That is Green Lantern's um, main villain, dude, so understandable. Um, but other than that, no other details have come out as of right now, except that they are really working on this. Um, I like Green Lantern. I like the uh, Green Lantern CGI cartoon. It was really cool back in the day. Um I did fizzle out on it, but it was a really good cartoon. I liked it. Uh, I can't remember if this is supposed to be animated or live action. Huh. I can't remember. Hit me up. Let me. Oh, sorry. Yes. Hit me up and let me know. I'm not taking that out either. Hit me up and let me know if you know if it's live action or animated. I believe it's animated. It'd be really cool if it was live action. That'd be a whole nother level. That would be really good. Um, yeah. I can't remember right now. Uh, yeah. But also, HBO Max is reportedly working with J.J. Abrams and his production company, Bad Robot, to develop a Justice League Dark movies. Well, it says Justice League Dark films and TV. So they're working on multiple projects. Where they're going to use, I think, most multiple like characters in movies and in TV from the Justice League Dark series. Um, I think that would be really cool. I mean, I know they were talking about trying to do a Justice League Dark movie a while ago. Um, I think it would work. I honestly think it would work. Uh, I don't know if it would be a... a I don't know if it'd be on the HBO Max streaming service first as a movie and not released in theaters, which they do have to come up with more stuff for the streaming service. So I can understand them doing that, but I would really be interested in seeing the uh, Justice League Dark TV series. Um, but then would it be a live action series? Would it be a cartoon? Hmm. You could go two different ways with that. I would like to see a live action series. I think that would be very different and new, uh, but very expensive. Very expensive. Look, look at Doom Patrol. Look at Titans. Uh, they're doing really well, but I'm pretty sure those are expensive shows to do. And you don't want to really cheap out on the shows because people can tell when you cheap out. And people don't want you cheaping out on stuff. Um, yeah, let me know how you guys feel about that. Um... Put the hand, put him in the hands of J.J. Abrams. Uh, could be a good and bad thing. We see what this Star Wars saga has. His latest Star Wars saga. And not many people are happy about it. And I still had to do a review on Rise of Skywalker. That's coming too. So busy. So busy. Anyway, let's move on. Next thing. Uh, I finished 
season two of One Punch Man, and I gotta say, a little disappointed. A little disappointed the way it ended. I'm not gonna spoil anything if you haven't seen it, but I was a little disappointed the way it ended. It started out pretty good, besides the fact that you realize they didn't show much actual fighting between characters. There was a lot of jump cuts, which I didn't realize until somebody pointed it out to me. It's very different from season one. Um, apparently, they changed uh, studios from season one to season two. And the season two studio, they're more flash and less action. Season one studio, they're all about that action. And they ain't scared to show you that action, and it's really good. Um, but, yeah, I was a little disappointed in the way it ended. Um, yeah, it... it it didn't sit right with me. I'm sorry. Like, the the rest of the season was okay. It's not as good as the first season. I, I guarantee you that. But it was kind of a letdown towards the end. That's all I got to say. Uh, I still like One Punch Man. I still like Saitama. I just hope they pick it up for season three. I hope they go back to the studio that did season one because those fights were amazing to see. They were really good. Um, yeah. Uh, let me know how you guys feel about season one of One Punch Man. I mean, season two of One Punch Man, if you saw it. Uh, yeah. In other news, I watched Dracula. It's on Netflix. I watched the first episode. It is super creepy. Let's, I'm just, I don't like horror stuff. I, I'm not a big horror fan, but I love vampires. <laughs> I just love vampires. So, it, it, it's in my sweet spot. Uh, I'm terrified of horror stuff, but I love vampires. I don't consider vampires horror for some odd reason. I just love them to death. So, I thought it was really good. Um, it's a three-part series. All of them are like an hour and a half, which I did not know that when I started the first one. <laughs> I wish I'd have known that. I would have watched it at a different time. But it was really good. It was really good. Um, I definitely say watch, at least watch the first episode. I'm going to watch the second episode maybe after I finish this podcast. But yeah, definitely watch that first episode. And the last bit of news, uh, Pokemon, the first movie remake. Yes, they remade the Pokemon first movie, but they did it all CGI. Uh, They dropped the trailer. Give me one second to watch this trailer because I didn't watch it ahead of time. Um, I'm gonna watch it right quick. Hold on. Okay, I watched it and I had I heard about this a while back, but I heard it was just kind of a shot for shot remake, nothing new, just CGI. First of all, it looks good. CGI looks good, 100%. Looks beautiful. I vaguely remember this movie. And little stuff in the CGI new trailer, I kind of remember it. And if it's just a shot for shot, why do it? Especially if you not if you did a live action, I can understand that because that's where the money is. Disney already shows you that's where the money is. Live action remakes of your animated classics, shot for shot. Vaguely throw something new in there, but yeah. If this is the, just the same thing. Like, why do it? <laughs> why do it? Um, let me know if you're going to watch it. If you're a big Pokemon fan, I can understand you're watching it. 
If you're a mediocre Pokemon fan, I don't see you watching it. I don't see the draw necessarily. Like, the new animation looks good, but it's like, you just remastered it. <laughs> like, why? I don't know. That's just my feelings on it. But, like I said, uh, let me know if you liked it, if you watched it, if you're excited for it. Then again, it's on Netflix, so if you got Netflix, you already got it. So, if it's there, why not watch it, I guess. Maybe I'll watch it. It's already there. I'm bored. Put it on while I'm editing something or something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me know if you're going to watch it. Hit me up at Blacky Cool on Instagram, Blacky Cool on Twitter. And, of course, Blacky Cool Podcast G- at Gmail. Or you can hit me down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, that's all I have for small screen news. As always, you can hit me up and let me know if there was something I missed you want to get my opinion on, something I didn't talk about that you want to get my thoughts on, or just some news that I missed, because I'm only one guy and I miss news. And there's always so much news. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hit me up, let me know. You can hit me up at Blacky Cool on Instagram, Blacky Cool on Twitter, Blacky Cool Podcast at Gmail, or you could drop me a comment in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. Alright guys, we're in big screen news now. Uh, first story up, Don Chino has joined Space Jam 2. Oh my goodness. Uh, I did want to see Space Jam 2. I was super excited for Space Jam 2. It's just taking too long for Space Jam 2. It's already, we've already rated what? I want to say 20 years. Like, it's been a long time. And I really was trying to be on board with LeBron James and doing Space Jam 2. I was very excited that he was doing it. But it is taking too long. And I get it. It's a movie. You got to get people together. All this blah, 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 blah. But come on. Uh, We ain't seen no concept art. We ain't seen no costumes. It's taking way too long, LeBron. I get it. You still... Trying to win championships, do your thing. I ain't hating on you there. You're still producing other shows and doing other stuff. But how long are we going to have to wait to Space Jam? And who is going to be in Space Jam? Like, are you branching out besides just Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes? I want to see other cartoons in Space Jam, too, if this is going to happen. Like, this is why it should be taking this long, because you're trying to get other uh, stuff in there, like, if you get Disney in there, that's crazy. But I, I doubt you get Disney. But you get, like, Cartoon Network cartoons or something like that. Get Ed, Ned, Nettie. Um, Steven Universe. If you get some other people, that would be crazy. But it's taking too long. But let me know if you're excited, for, still excited for Space Jam. Uh, are you excited now that Don Chino is on board? I mean, Don Chino's a great actor, so he... Um, he's got Marvel checks, so he, I don't think he's doing this for the money. He might be doing this to hang out with some of his friends, basketball friends and so-called other friends, so, but maybe he really sees something good in this project, or maybe, does Don Chino got kids? Maybe he's doing it for his kids, I don't know, but clearly he's not doing it for the money. Uh, he, he's got Marvel money, he good, uh, <laughs> but yeah, let me know how you guys feel about Space Jam 2. And um, are you just wishing it would hurry up and come along? Or are you are you still on board and waiting patiently for it? I'm not waiting patiently for it. I'm I'm tired of waiting for it. <laughs> I wanted it to come out. But yeah, let me know, guys. Uh, in other news, Spider-Man 3 is going to start production July 
this July, yeah, this year in July, um, I'm very, uh, well, how can I say this? I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is my number one superhero. It goes Spider-Man, then Batman. That's the order. That's the way it goes. And then Black Panther is number three. But that number three spot kind of rotates sometimes. Sometimes it's Black Panther. Sometimes it's Nightcrawler. Sometimes it's Wolverine. Um, yeah, that number three spot rotates. Sometimes it's the anime guy that I love much. Uh, I can't think of him now, but that rotates. But number one and two, Spider-Man, Batman. Oh, sometimes it's Static Shock. I really like Static Shock at times. But I digress. I am excited that Spider-Man is still in the MCU. Uh, but for my money, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie, period. Best Spider-Man movie, period. And I want to see it in live action. I don't think that's going to happen with the Spider-Man 3, unfortunately. Uh, we are getting a sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so I'm excited for that. I'm, I, I can't say I don't like Spider-Man in the MCU. I don't like that version of Spider-Man because I do like him a lot. There's a lot of things I like about him. They're slowly getting better and changing certain things, but I think he's way too connected to Iron Man. I really hate that he's so connected to Iron Man. I get why. Um, Sony is glad he's connected to Iron Man so much. I don't understand why Disney made him so connected. Um, but I understand why Sony loves that he's so connected. Um, I do like the premise of where this movie is starting. Um, being set after the last Spider-Man. He is kind of a... His reputation has been tarnished. He's labeled as a murderer. He's... They know his secret identity. Which, I like the way it happened. I do hate that every superhero movie shows a hero's secret identity real fast. I really hate that. But, I do like the way this one happened. Um, I like the whole thing with uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. a.k.a. S.W.O.R.D. now that's going on. So, it's interesting to see how that's going to develop and stuff with in Spider-Man and... With the um, scrolls and whatnot. Um, I'm just worried a little bit. Because <laughs> you know what they say. The third movie is always the worst. And for me. For me personally. Homecoming was pretty good. Far From Home was okay. So as of the way I'm seeing it. This movie only can go down. <laughs> which is bad. I mean, I did like stuff in Far From Home. I like Mysterio. I like his portrayal. Really good. Uh, but everything else in the movie just didn't work for me necessarily. I thought it was subpar. wasn't that great. That's just my feelings. And I love Spider-Man. So maybe I'm... Maybe I'm holding him to a higher standard. <laughs> that could be my fault. But yeah. I'm worried about Spider-Man 3, but I'm excited that they're about to be in production and can't wait to see set photos and kind of get some leaks and a little spoiler stuff and find out what the story is about. And God, I can't wait to that first trailer. I just, I know Sony's doing its own thing with Spider-Man characters, aka Morbius and Venom. 
I don't know how that's going to tie to the MCU as of going forward. I'm very interested to see what happens with that. But yeah, it's a brave new world and I'm super excited and worried at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, let me know how you guys feel about Spider-Man 3. What do you think the storyline should be? Uh, Should they tie it to more closely to a comic book or should they freelance it? How do you feel about that? Let me know, guys. Next uh, part of my notes, Taika Waititi is being looked at to be the next director of a Star Wars movie. And I think this is excellent. I think this is... uh, I think this would be really good for Star Wars as a whole. You see what he did in the Mandalorian series. He directed... I think episode seven. I think he directed seven. You did. You see how he good he was as a voice of I forgot the name of the robot, but yeah, you see how good he was in there. And I also have to do a review for Mandalorian. I watched the whole series, finished it really good. Review coming soon, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think Taika Waititi um, from the Thor series. I'm saying I'm alone. I'm trying to work on that. From the Thor series, Thor 3, Ragnarok. Now he's doing Thor Love and Thunder. He's got a better idea of how to do action. He's already good at doing comedy. He's blending those things together. He's very good at bringing that emotion about characters. He's very good at showing a different side of a character that you never thought was there. And I think that would be great for Star Wars to kind of rebuild itself and find a new audience. And not necessarily the way they tried to find a new audience with these last new trilogies. But actually build a new core audience to grow with and pass on new Star Wars things to their kids in the future. But that's just how I feel. Um, I think Taika Waititi, uh, Kevin... I just Kevin Feige, I blanked on his name. Those two guys ushering in. Oh, and um, oh, what's his name? He's the one that wrote the Mandalorian. Uh, uh, uh John Fabro. Yeah, if those three work together to build a new trilogy and set off a new Star Wars, you know, movie franchise. I think it's in good hands right there. That's just how I feel. We already know Kevin Feige's doing it. We know John Favreau is involved with Star Wars with The Mandalorian. Uh, would he move over and do the movie stuff? I know there's another guy that does The Mandalorian that did like the Clone Wars and animated Star Wars stuff. He's really good. He really knows his lore. He really was like under Lucas, studied under him, so he knows his lore. So if those four guys come together. I think Star Wars will be in really good hands going into the future. And they can get back. I mean, it's not like they're not doing financially great. Each one of these trilogies, each one of these last three movies made a billion dollars. So, they're financially great, but they're leaking fans. I think this could be a way to bring back fans and back loving Star Wars like they did back in the day. That's just my thoughts. Uh, how do you guys feel? Are you excited for Taika Waititi possibly directing a Star Wars movie? Let me know in the comments down below or hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Twitter, or Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. And next story, 
apparently there's going to be a Mortal Kombat animated movie. Uh, uh, the WB is working on a Mortal Kombat animated movie. The title is Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. And right there you got me. Because Scorpion is like my second favorite character in Mortal Kombat. First one is Sub-Zero because I love Blue. He got ice powers and he's cool and he's a ninja. All my favorite things. I like ninjas. What can I say? And I like the color blue. But yes, Scorpion is my second favorite uh, character in Mortal Kombat. I don't know who's my third. It'd probably be Liu Kang. Or Smoke. Smoke is really cool too. But uh, yeah, apparently they're doing an animated movie. Uh, Warner Brothers is working on that right now. I think they had... I think I seen... Dude from Community is supposed to be voicing Johnny Cage. Uh, I forgot who they said the lady that's voicing Sonya is. It's on the tip of my tongue and I cannot remember right now. But uh, 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 but they didn't say who was voicing Scorpion. Um, you do it. Get over here. I love that. That's uh, so cool. But yeah, uh, are you excited for this? Do you think... It's weird timing. You think they should wait till the live action one comes out first, um, and then see how successful that is, and then not successful, how successful that is, and then do an animated movie. Um, it doesn't even say if this is going to be rated R. Yeah, that's that's another question. Is this going to be rated R? Is it going to be TV friendly? It's going to be like a little spurts of blood. I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. It's supposed to be bloody. So it'll be decapitations, hearts ripped out your chest, body smashed, limbs flimmed off, gore. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what we know. We seen the Mortal Kombat cartoon. It was weird. Not very good. I'm sorry. It was not good. This is what it is. But yeah, let me know how you guys feel about this Mortal Kombat animated series. Are you excited for it? Is it something you're really into? Something you hope is good? Or something you're just like, oh, they're just cashing in on it right now. Because Mortal Kombat is hot right now. I mean, the game came out really well. The news for the new movie being rated R, doing fatalities. They showed some cast. Um, I think they showed um, dude they're playing Jax. He got jacked. Like, super swole. So, people are going to love that. He looks like Jax. Um, I don't think they've shown anybody else's characters, but they have a very diverse group. So it's not like they're not whitewashing characters and stuff. They actually seem to be trying to get the right ethnicity to these characters, which is really cool and really, uh, really interesting to see nowadays. Hollywood always doing their thing. They messing up stuff, but I think they're really doing good with this Mortal Kombat and it's, uh, who's the executive producer? I forgot he did Aquaman. Um, I'm not going to pronounce his name because I'm going to mess it up. Uh, I'm going to say something's totally wrong. It's not right. But he's producing it. He's a great horror director. He did very good with Aquaman. I thought Aquaman was fun. I didn't think it was worth making a billion dollars, but it did. But I thought it was fun. Um, I want to say James Wong, but I feel like that's wrong. Act like I didn't say that because I'm pretty sure that's wrong. But yeah, he's executive producing it, so I'm 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 super excited for the Mortal Kombat live action. I am vaguely excited for the Mortal Kombat 
animated series, even though they're using my boy Scorpion. So that got me. They got my money right there. Ah, oh, they, they got my money already, guys. I don't know. Do they got your money? Let me know. In other news, Godzilla vs. King Kong, uh, the director said this is going to be a thrill ride of the lifetime. He's boasting this up. He said they're real close to being finished. I guess they're in pre-production or post-production, I mean, um, getting all the P's and Q's in order and stuff like that. I probably should have wrote down when this movie's coming out because I know it got delayed. And I don't know when it's coming out. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm vaguely excited for it because I like King Kong. I did not see the last Godzilla movie fight all monsters. I had I heard mixed responses. Like it was okay, but it wasn't that great and little stuff like that. So I'm not 100 sure on that one. But I am excited for King Kong and Godzilla to fight. I I could be wrong, but I don't ever think those two monsters fought together I don't think that happened but I could be wrong could have happened in a really old movie I'm not like a super big Godzilla fan or a super big King Kong fan and watch everything they do so I could be wrong um you guys let me know did they fight Faust did they fight let me know Faust I know you know um but yeah uh he's kind of making it seem like this is going to be one of the best Monster movies out there. It's, uh, I hope he's right. I know the last one didn't do so well financially. So that really hurt them. That's what made things get pushed back and reevaluate the way they were trying to do this monster universe. Because they were trying to make a, a, what is it, a kaiju universe or a big monster universe. But everybody wants to have a universe just like Marvel. They want to have a cinematic universe, but they didn't start building those Legos small. You got to start them blocks small. Marvel started small and built up to a universe. You just trying to hit it first step universe. You can't do that. You see what happened with, uh, was it? It wasn't, it was Dracula. Then it was the mummy. That was supposed to be dark universe. That's disappeared. Oh, so bad. So bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In other news, Bad Boys Full Life is doing really good in the box office. I think it cleared 70 million, 70 million, maybe 60 million on Martin Luther King weekend. Uh, one of the highest grossing of that weekend in all of all time, I think. I could be wrong about that. That's what I read somewhere. So Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys for Life is doing really good. I still haven't seen it. I got to go see it. I'm going to go see it hopefully this weekend. But I think we're getting a lot of snow. So I probably won't get to go see it. Because <laughs> I'll be working. But yeah, I heard it's doing really good. I'm getting mixed feedback. I got one person say, um, I'm not spoiling anything. Not to spoil it for the movie. They said it was all right. Another person said, if you like the first two bad boys, you'll like this one. So... I'm assuming it's going to be good. Uh, Will Smith doesn't do too many bad movies. I'm not going to say he doesn't do bad movies because Gemini Man was garbage. Hot garbage, sir. Hot garbage. I'm not going to lie to you, Will Smith. It was hot garbage. If you're listening to this, because I know you listen to my podcast, Will Smith. 
Because you get bored. You'd be like, hey, what's Gershon talking about? That movie was hot garbage. I understand. You thought it was going to be innovative and do some real crazy stuff. You fighting you. Young you gets old you. I get it. It didn't work out, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, but you did some good acting in it. You did real good acting. So, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you... Did you check out Bad Boys? How did you feel about it? Did you like it? Should I go see it this weekend? Or should I just pass and wait till it comes out on DVD? Let me know. And other news. So this one's going to be confusing. So there's a comic called Ex Machina. And it's getting a live adaptation of a movie adaptation. Uh, I don't know who's doing the movie, though. That's I should have found that out. But they got Ice Oscar Isaac to be in the lead role. So there's already a movie called Ex Machina, which Isaac, <laughs> which Oscar Isaac is in. <laughs> I still gotta watch that movie. My friend Rabbit said it's really good. I, I it's on Netflix right now. So if you want to see that movie, it's on Netflix. This new movie um, is based on a comic book, which I've never read. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I'm going to have to look that up and see what it's about. But I like Oscar Isaac as an actor. He's real good. He was okay in the Star Wars movie. But he's real good in a lot of other stuff. So uh, if you watch, if you read this comic, let me know how you feel about them giving a live adaptation for it. Are you excited for it? Are you worried about it? Do you wish they wouldn't do it? Let me know how you feel about it. Hit me up, Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, and of course, Blackie Cool at Podcast Gmail. Black, is that right? Yeah, Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail. <laughs> or hit me down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, in other news, we got like two more things, guys. We're almost done. Um, the first Dune footage um, was shown to a couple people. And they gave it high praise. Some people are even comparing it to uh, the Lord of Rings, which that first Lord of Rings is really good. The Two Towers, okay. The last one was uh, was pretty good. It was pretty good as a oh sorry as a series, really good. So if this Dune remake is looking that good, I'm very excited for it. Um. I'm actually going to go see it with my friend Michael. We're going to see Dune. He knows all about it, so he's going to tell me everything I need to learn about it. We might even do a review together about it. Uh, he's super excited because he's read, I think he read all the books, and he's been telling me stuff about it, and it seems like a very interesting world. Very interesting. I know there's supposed to be, like, there was a there's like two different movie TV shows that are super long and super crazy. This world is really crazy but interesting at the same time. So I'm really excited. I can't wait to see the first trailer. Hopefully it comes in the next month or two. I will definitely be doing a live reaction to that when it comes. Let me know if you're a Dune fan. Are you excited for this remake? Are you excited for this movie? Are you sitting with anticipation to watch this movie? Are you like, no, they shouldn't be doing Dune? Dune can't be done in a movie. I know it spans like thousands of years and some stuff like that. So let me know how you feel about that, guys. Um, last bit of news. Hugo Weaving, I, I pronounced that right. I am surprised. 
aka Agent Smith, will not be returning to Matrix 4. That really does suck. He's the, um, I think they're still trying to get Morpheus as well. I haven't seen any news saying they got him yet. But he is one of the few people that have been all the trilogies that are not coming back for this fourth one. Uh, he actually wanted to come back, but apparently scheduling conflict where he had, uh, um, he's going to be in this play called The Visit. And the times just didn't line up to where he can actually film the Matrix 4 and do the play at the same time. They were kind of at the same time. So he couldn't do that. And unfortunately, he couldn't be in it. Hopefully, he could do some voice stuff maybe. Um, and they can use that. But he's not going to be in it as Agent Smith. He replies that role, which sucks. But also makes me wonder what they're doing with this new Matrix. I know... Oh, I forget how to pronounce his name. He was Black Manta. He's in Watchmen. Uh, what is his name? How do you pronounce his name? Hold on, let me see if I can look it up right quick. Hold on, give me two seconds. I'm going to try to keep talking. I know he's in the new Matrix movie. Um, uh, of course, Keanu Reeves is back. Uh, Trinity is back too, I believe. Uh, his name is Yah, Yahya Abdul Mundi the second. Oh, I butchered that, my bro. Bro, I am sorry. I butchered that. I butchered that. Wow, that was terrible. Well, he's supposed to be in it, and I, I, I don't know if I read it right. If he was, he's a starring role in it, or if he's a. Uh, co-star I am not a hundred percent sure I'm not a hundred percent sure you guys probably know better than me you guys probably collect me. I don't even see it in his on his INDB uh, yeah I'm not even seeing it on this yeah it was a weird whistle I'm sorry that he's supposed to be in Candyman too oh he's in Candyman too Oh, wow. I didn't know he was in Candyman. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you didn't know, they had some logo for Candyman, Jordan Peele's Candyman that came out. I think they gave a date. I think they gave a date of that, too. Uh, when that's supposed to be coming out. It's coming out June 12, 2020. Well, it's coming out real soon. I won't be seeing it because, like I said before, I don't like horror movies. Then again, is this one just a straight horror movie? Yep, looks like it's going to be a straight horror movie. Is he directing this? No, he's not directing this. He's producing it. And he wrote it. So Jordan Peele... Uh, Jordan Peele wrote this one. He's not directing this one, though. I'm probably still not going to see it because I don't like horror movies. I'm being 100% with you. Like, I definitely like Candyman. Candyman scares the crap out of me. But I digress. That's all the news I have for big screen news. As always, guys, you can hit me up and let me know if there's something I missed that you wanted to get my opinion on. Something I didn't talk about that you wanted me to talk about and see my thoughts on it. 
always you can hit me up at Blackie Cool on Instagram, Blackie Cool on Twitter, and of course Blackie Cool Podcast at Gmail, or hit me down in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube, and I'll definitely put it in the next podcast and talk about it. Um, yeah, that's it for big screen news. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, quick recommendations. Uh, there's a show on Netflix called Sex Education, I think it's called. It's second season just came out. Uh, go check that out if you like it. Um, check out the first season, see if you like that. It's really good, really funny show. It's a British, uh, British comedy. Uh, I still have to watch, uh, Cope, is it called? And the wonderful, in the age of wonderful beasts. I haven't checked that out. Uh, I haven't had time to check it out. I want to watch it. Um, what else? What other recommendations I have? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, watch. Uh, are you watching My Hero Academia? Uh, it's really good. It's getting good again. I'm finishing that up. But yeah, I'm just rambling now. Uh, thank you guys for the support. Um, thanks, my brothers. Uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Octenberg. Thanks, Force. Thanks, Rabbit. Appreciate you guys always supporting. Uh, yeah, all right. That's the podcast for this week. Just a reminder, you can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, or anywhere podcasts can be found. You're also going to listen to it on YouTube at Blackie Cool. Check out my channel. I do live reaction reviews, working on doing reviews. Also going to be throwing reviews up on my podcast too uh, later this year. Probably in like a month or so once I get on top of that. But yeah, if you want to support the podcast, you can always support us just by sharing the podcast, liking the podcast, giving us five stars on any podcast app, liking us on YouTube, sharing it, um, telling a friend, all that good stuff. That's always good to support, and it's the best way you can support the podcast, showing people you like it, and telling people about it. You can also support the podcast, Papa. You can also support the podcast financially if you go to Anchor, the website, not the app, and become a supporter on there. You can throw in two to five bucks, whatever you choose uh, to throw down. It'd be greatly appreciated. It helps with podcast fees and all that good stuff. Um, you also can support Blackie Cool by going and get a t-shirt, uh, at teespring slash Blackie Cool. I have a couple different t-shirts up there, working on a couple more designs, pick up a t-shirt. If you get one, go ahead and hashtag me at BGC. Yeah, hit me a hashtag. I would love to see you guys rocking the t-shirt. That'd be really cool. If you also can support Blackie Cool by going to check out NerdCaveIncorporated.com and get yourself some nice nerd apparel, you get DC, Marvel, anime, Star Wars. Uh, you can get uh, like necklaces and stuff like that. They have all this kind of stuff. Check them out. And if you use the promo code Blackie Cool. I think you get like 5% off and I get a little kickback so that also helps the show and you get you some nice cool swag to rock around in, you know, get your nerd on and all that good stuff. As always, guys, appreciate you supporting the podcast, sharing the podcast, liking the podcast, and supporting Blackie Cool. Um, I 
can't say it enough, guys. I really do dig that you guys listen to me ramble on half the time. <laughs> and you guys get some information, so I'm glad about that. But as always, guys, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast.